0: And I am Ben. And this is Where Have You Been, a podcast about movies and the friends who haven't seen them. In the next 70 minutes, it's for the next 70 years oh. of your <laughs> lives. <laughs> it's really bad. Holy shit, that. yeah. In honor of the NFL season coming back, we decided to tackle a football movie. And what better football movie? Don't answer that question. Uh, the <laughs> 1999's Varsity Blues. Yeah. An MTV film. Yeah, that was cool. I was waiting I to see that some was of the... Like a big thing. Like, they, they came with the Moon Man logo. What yeah. a great logo for that, a film company, too. That,
1: that was cool. I was a little disappointed that nobody from Jackass was in this movie, though. Ah. Yeah. If only. If only. <laughs> they could have been taking
0: some of the hits. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they could have. Um. So this, you know, interesting conversation... Um. That I had with some friends before when I kind of let them know that we were gonna be looking at this movie about Mount Rushmore of football movies. Mm-hmm. Um and what we would put on this movie on the Mount Rushmore, right? A lot of a lot of common ones that you know, even you and I have talked about, like Remember the Titans, I think is right. like a quintessential classic. You've got mm-hmm. like the dumbass picks like Waterboy, <laughs> um <laughs> which is way more of a football movie than I think people remember it being. Yeah. Um you know movies like Friday Night Lights and other things, and you know this movie's just kind of floating around out there. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a product of the '90s. Absolutely, holy Very shit! '90s, especially James Vanderbeek's pants—they uh, were one <laughs> halfway away from being Jinko jeans, baby. Uh, <laughs> but this movie was a really big deal um, at the time when it came out. So you know, 1999. This was you know this was eighth grade, Mike. <laughs> um you know watching this movie to get tips on how to be a cool high school student <laughs> yeah. um did not inspire me to join the football team i was <laughs> all of six foot 140 pounds maybe um man and uh yeah i don't know this was uh this was an interesting one to revisit it had been a while and especially shocking which we'll get to of like i think the last couple times i had seen it were on television mm-hmm and so watching the actual theatrical release was kind of like, oh, wow, this is not, like, necessarily a team movie. Uh, spoiler alert, there's lots of boobs. Boobs? Yeah, lots of boobs in this one. So, <clears throat> um, so yeah, anyways, let's let's talk football, Ben. Sure. I, you know, sure. I, I outed myself as as not – I did not play football at all, organized, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, backyard, oh, yeah. front yard kind of football for sure um but never really played football but you played football
1: That's yeah football
0: sure uh
1: let's do that um well I sucked um uh, <laughs> at the same time like I didn't really I didn't try either I didn't really I didn't really fit in with that crowd like a lot of the the uh, jocks at my school were really like hardcore into it and kind of turned me off I was a big football fan I like playing every once in a while but Uh, I could, I could, I could have lived without it. My parents are the ones that really wanted me to join a sport and, and I was, I should have really like thinking about it now, I really should have joined baseball instead. Um, but I don't know, my, my football career in high school goes freshman year, which was fine. Uh, let's see, I believe my sophomore year, I faked an injury to not play. Uh, so that happened. Uh, and then my junior year, I played on the JV squad, which was a lot of fun because like, okay, so our first football game, uh, when I was in JV as junior, we had to go to this little place called Kiel and the very first football game, they accidentally sent their JV to our city, uh, but it was supposed to be the other way around. So we had to play against their freshmen and this is their very first football game in high school. And I'm on the fucking line. And, like, these kids, oh, my God. I know I was just a kid, too. But, like, I was, like, three times the size of anybody else on that field on their side. And I remember, like, specifically during the third quarter, the kid across from me was crying. And I felt really bad. And I was on the offensive line. And they were trying to rush me. And I just, like... I didn't really – I didn't push him over. I just kind of held him in place for a little bit so they wouldn't get yelled at by their coach and so they wouldn't, you know, cry. It's their first game and they're going against this big fucking dude. Uh, and then senior year, I quit because I didn't fucking want to do it. I just uh, – I wanted to stay home. I remember specifically uh, I took off of work at my St. Vincent Paul job the first day of two-day summer practices or whatever – because I was like, I'm going to relax. I'm going to sleep in. It's going to be delicious. And that is my football highlight career
0: in high school. Mm. Yeah. So you played on the offensive line when you did play? I played both sides, offensive both and defensive sides. line, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Look at you.
1: Yeah. That was uh, cool. And then your your number as well? Uh, yes. It was the biggest jersey they had. And since I was a big dude, I was number 69. Hell nice. yeah. Nice. Uh, I was Billy
0: Bob in Shout the situation. Billy Bob. Man. Hell yeah, dude. Here, here's my question sure. for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, were you aware of the connotations of that? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely, okay. yeah. Freshman okay. year of high school, some some other kid was trying to get sixty nine, but they're like, no, it's it's a big jersey. We need to give it to Ben. And I'm like, sick, nice, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I knew sure, the right. connotation. I was really, I was okay. all about it.
0: Kind of curious, like yeah. when when that that number kind of registers <laughs> for like what that is even. shit. Cause I don't know, like it's never. It's one of those things where in this movie, you know, 1999. Is it? I can't really remember. So maybe I'm asking the audience. Like, was it that much of part of the culture as it is now?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like The Office and whatnot made right. it like <laughs> pretty big. But like, I don't I'm trying to remember. Like, like is it even a thing? It's not even. A, Here... It's not referenced once in the movie, at all. That is sad. But it fits his character. But it just seems like maybe this is ahead of its time in that regard. I don't know. I don't Here's, know. Got, I don't...
1: Here, Someone is going to make fun of me. Whoever's here, you probably will make fun of me for doing this. But uh, what year did Billy Madison come out? Hold on. Hold on. I guess.
0: 1995.
1: Okay. So... <sighs> I knew what 69 was when I watched Billy Madison because when he was in 3rd grade or something like that, I remember the teacher was like, "All right, turn to page 69." and He's just like 69. <laughs> and no one else laughed cuz they're all kids. Mm-hmm. Uh that's when I uh that's when I knew what 69 was because of Adam Sandler, so
0: That's when you busted out the encyclopedia (laughs) yeah. because none of us had the internet yet. You were like, what is 69? I know.
1: I was like, what does this mean? What is this all about? (laughs) And then my encyclopedia was like, that's when a man and a woman uh, or a man and a man, whoever, you know, just do whatever they feel. And uh, they turn sides and they uh, do what they will
0: yes yes i don't me. need to
1: go into it you all can google it, <laughs> Fuck it.
0: i was you know i was, giving you I, was ab- I was about to go i was like oh no this is gonna turn into something to be like miss davison health class like a penis 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 <laughs> vagina 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 yeah yeah uh okay so all right well there you go football experience obviously not you know we're in wisconsin which is definitely right. not as intense of a football experience as west texas that's for sure oh yeah um but yeah so bro okay,
1: so I had to look up something for our um, well actually section and I was just trying to look up a the high school football schedule like to see like when w- like when like state was and when uh like playoffs were and everything because there was something in the well actually I'll mention later. And I knew I knew how they were in Wisconsin like maybe they're different in Texas. And when I like looked up Texas high school stuff, Jesus Christ, it was like it was yeah, its, its own country man. and like it had its own like big it was sucking phenomenal to look at for like a second i was like jesus christ mm-hmm.
0: yeah i talked with a coach buddy at um uh, at, at work today yeah it's the insights which we'll go into later but he All was right. talking about the, like the texas schedule even is is a lot more intensive they have stuff over the off season a whole lot, um, as God. well too. Like they do exhibition games like mm. crazy. Like yeah. there's like in Wisconsin, you're real limited on contact days that aren't mm. part of the official schedule. And so, you know, we're like light years behind. And a lot was what he kind of referred to it as. I was kind of curious. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, um, I don't have much else to say. Kind of before we dive into it, mainly just you know football movies. They're right. kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't do very well in the box office um primarily because we are the only country that gives a shit about them right um, you know right. go figure no other countries you know chill with football <laughs> movies and so they you know they don't really make they if you really pay attention they don't make too many sports movies anymore um because globally they don't do well uh, mm. at the box office um and then this one is obviously like a very blatant Friday night lights rip off i want to just shout out Friday night lights the great mm book um that had come out that people were trying to get made into a movie forever and they Mm. couldn't get the rights and so like parts of it are kind of there the obviously you know the texas the this is you know the live lifeblood of the entire community but stuff is completely kind of exaggerated and like mtvized i guess you would say oh yeah um, for sure and then you know the the actual friday night lights comes out i think five years later five six years later something like that another phenomenal movie that maybe we'll get to one of these days yeah i haven't seen that one um, yet so i've seen you like like crossover because i've never seen the show you've seen yeah. the show yeah uh, but not the movie i've seen the movie but not the show see
1: the show is good we have to do the same thing with karate kid just a reminder yes yes yeah. we do one of these days one of these days we'll catch up yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right how do we how'd you do let's get to the the questions real quick um not too shabby on some of these yeah i was gonna say Uh, i didn't do too bad yeah smoocheroonies you guessed 12 there were 10 of them Mm. very nice uh billy bob eats you know i changed this kind of to eats slash drinks okay um to kind of really help even it out because he drinks more than he eats but you guessed nine and there were six instances Uh, right we'll reverse the number there very nice Uh, ball snaps there were 30 you guessed 32 but there were 22 damn um, yeah, still not bad. Yeah. Uh Coach Kilmer yells, uh, you guess 17. I kind of like 21, but really like the whole last couple I... minutes of Kilmer are just him like blowing a fucking gasket. And it was right. really tough for me to kind of delineate what was a break, if you will. But That's still, fair. pretty darn close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then is the title set out loud in the movie? You called it, but you went with it anyway for the meme. You said yes, and the answer was no.
1: You know, I felt it at the end there when like uh Vanderbeek was, like, fucking monologuing for, like, a second. At the end, he's like, you know, I never played football again. And I was, like, waiting. I'm like, he's going to say it. He's going to fucking say Varsity Blues right before the end. And then he didn't say it, and I was really disappointed.
0: (laughs) An interesting part of, like, trivia that, you know, I I didn't put into the nerd corner about the name of the movie. Mm -hmm. We'll just talk about it here. Is uh, University of Toronto actually trademarked the name Varsity Blues for all of its sports teams in the mid-80s. Oh. Um, and they complained that the movie presented sports in a negative light and sued Paramount Pictures. Oh shit! Uh, and they settled for an undisclosed amount, but it was enough that they were able to set up eight scholarships for academically accomplished student athletes. Oh, there you so go. Something good came out of it, you know. Yeah. The Nerd Corner. Let's dive into the nerds. Shockingly, no nerds in this. <laughs> Although maybe James Vanderbeek's a nerd with the arm yeah. of Brett Favre. I don't know. Right. I, I thought that was
1: that was very interesting when you see him reading a book on the sidelines, and then a ball comes over, and he just like sits down, throws it perfectly at the the referee. I'm like, what the he fuck? He
0: threw it like fucking 40, 50 yards yeah. sitting down. Or I mean, whatever. you try this. All, all of you listening to this right now, stop the fucking pod. <laughs> go out in your backyard and sit in a chair and throw a football as far as you can. I guarantee you you're not throwing it more than like 30 yards. No. Guaranteed. Barely 20 James Vanderbeek didn't either. Look at the camera. Angle. They, they found <laughs> yeah. someone else that could fucking sling it. But you know, shout out to that guy, whoever that was, because holy turds,
1: <laughs> James Vanderbeek couldn't do that standing up. It's fine, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Um, ratings: six point five uh, on IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes audience score of forty three. Ouch. <sighs> this, I don't know if this is the latest, the lowest. I should say, sorry, lowest uh, score we've ever seen for mm. critic or for. I'm sorry. Yeah, critics was 43. I can't read. Oh, that's all right. Um <laughs> fucking Billy Bob right now. Um <laughs> how many numbers? Um so yes. yeah, pretty low. The critics fucking hated this. Yeah. Um, but the audience score of 76, you know, the people know. The right. people know. Right. They're like, we love James Vanderbilt. Like, this creek was so good. They knew. They knew already. Uh Sixteen million dollar budget. It made fifty four million dollars, which nineteen ninety nine is nothing to sneeze at. But again, yeah. kind of highlighting the fact that you know this movie didn't really play anywhere else. Right. I guess you know triple uh-huh. triple your uh, triple your budget. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not bad. It's not bad. Put James Vanderbeek on the map. You know, a couple other guys. Shout out to Scott Kahn, James Kahn's nice. kid. Was this? He's a... on Hawaii Five O right now. Was this? Uh, was this before or after Dawson's Creek? This is before. Um, I think Dawson's Creek had been out for like one season or something, okay. one or two seasons. Right. But it really like explodes after this nice. kind of into the lexicon. Nice. Um, Mox, again, James Vanderbeek, uh, wears jersey number four in homage to his favorite football player, Green Bay Packers quarterback Brett Favre. You hey, mean, you mean uh,
1: Minnesota Vikings quarterback Brett Favre? Or? Yeah,
0: you know, I'm glad you bring it up because I <laughs> fucking hate fuck, fuck fuck Brett Favre. I just know. Fuck <laughs> you, asshole! I hate Brett Favre. Stop asking him questions, please, Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, the man's got fucking mashed potatoes for brains. <laughs> Listen, I know he got a, he's got some MVPs in a Super Bowl for us. Sure, I respect you, yeah, but right. Jesus Christ! Between the the pill popping, sex message, yeah. adulterin, having ass, all the it's just bad. It's it's bad.
1: It's not great, you know. It's uh-huh. not great. <laughs>
0: Uh, the most famous scene in the film, without a doubt, is the whipped cream bikini. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Darcy, shout out to Allie Larder, uh, sports the whipped cream uh, bikini. They couldn't use whipped cream because, I don't know if you know this, but it won't stick. It melts um, oh, yeah. yeah your body heat. You can try oh, this know. at home if you want. You know, let's get weird out there. Trust me, I already know. Although, I you know, I got questions about <laughs> just, yeah, I don't know. Go ahead, just Mike. Think about it. Just Ask think me about anything. it. Is this something you'd want to do <laughs> just from the fact of like the stickiness and oh, whatnot? Yeah. It's not. kind uh... of not, not, not kosher. It's almost not worth um, it. Yeah. Yeah. So they ended up using shaving cream. Okay. Um, for okay. the scene. Yeah. I guess makes, um, that makes sense. There you go. If you're looking to recreate at home, you know, surprise your loved one or just for fun, you know, you're just solo in your apartment doing whatever. Oh, yeah. Doing whatever. Use the whipped cream, not the. Uh, I'm sorry, use shaving cream, not whipped cream.
1: I guess my next question would be how did they get the cherries to just stay there?
0: Mm. That yeah. is a great question. Yeah. Either way, movie magic. Movie magic. <laughs> um, although the character of Billy Bob was supposed to be an 18 year old high school senior, Ron Lester, who portrayed Billy Bob, was 28 years old at the time <laughs> uh, this was filmed. Uh, I. A lot of them, you know, they were a little younger, but, you know, some of them looked a lot older than others. I, James Vanderbeek feels like he was like 10 years older than everyone else in this movie um i
1: fucking love when 30 year old people portray teenagers in high school because you know it's so obvious yeah it's not
0: listen this isn't as bad as like grease fair where you watch that and you're like holy fuck (laughs) that man got a a full beard (laughs) um but yeah so there you go uh, the announcers at the football game uh, weren't real actors they actually call local high school games in Texas in I fact, could the announcers called a high school game in Texas that was labeled the greatest high school comeback ever between Plano East and John Tyler in 1994
1: oh, I could definitely tell like I, I like I'm not surprised seeing this right now like I didn't know when I was watching but like I could tell uh that they were not that they were totally like just nerds of high school football in Texas, those fucking guys. Oh yeah.
0: They they <laughs> did it very well. They I imagine it's one of those things where it's gotta be very difficult to act because it's such a unique skill being mm-hmm. able to do play call or play by play like that. Yeah. Um and vice versa. But anyways, yeah. uh you have an entrance into I, the nerd corner. I Take it do. away, sir.
1: So okay, I'm a wrestling nerd. Uh, actually, just a couple days ago, went to AEW in Milwaukee. Here, saw CM Punk. He was badass. That was fucking awesome. They have a wrestler on the roster named John Moxley. And when I first heard the name Jonathan Moxon, uh, in this movie, I was like, I had to look it up. So I, I googled like, how did John Moxley get his name? And I had this whole this whole story popped up. And uh, I'm gonna just read what it says. the The wrestler you might know him as Dean Ambrose. His actual name is Jonathan Good. Um, so. He says so years I didn't have a name. I'd probably been thinking about names for years and years, but I had no ideas because the day we had our first uh But I had no ideas because the day we had our first match because you know always bring your gear because you never know when you're gonna have your first match. He had no idea that he was having that match. He was just sitting there doing security, selling soda, whatever, and they're like, hey man, you're in the third match. And he was so nervous, and they're like, there's only like 14 people in the crowd. Uh and So he, like, almost, like, shit his pants. So right before uh, he's about to go out, the ring announcer's like, so what's your name? And he didn't have one. He was just, he didn't know what to do. And, like, but they had, like, these football uniforms. And there was this other guy uh, who said he likes, he's like that Varsity Blues guy. And he said Jonathan Moxley because he forgot that the guy's name was actually Jonathan Moxon. So then, bam, he just went with it. Jonathan Moxley. John Moxley. Really cool guy.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, there you go. You never know when inspiration will, will strike. It was so cool. At least it's a cool sounding name. You it know? is.
1: Yeah, for sure. And also, like, okay, if you watch uh, some of his matches, like, before he went to WWE, he was, like, in the, these things called, like, death matches and shit where there's, like, barbed wire and tacks and light bulbs and blood everywhere. It's fucking Ooh. brutal, but it's very entertaining.
0: <clears throat> nice. <laughs> shout out to wrestling
1: shout out to wrestling indeed fuck yeah have
0: have you ever seen the wrestler i have not you know holy balls you just saying the blood stuff really reminded me of a scene in that movie what a great movie that is we'll definitely be doing that one who's the big guy in that one that was uh Uh, mickey Rourke. mickey Rourke. yep okay yep and then uh what's her face uh it's aunt may from spider-man that's what everybody knows her as oh Uh, but she's in she's in that movie as well okay cool yeah it's great great movie yeah hell yeah uh, and then last but not least, we have our Buffy Link. We got the Buffy Link. <laughs> uh, it's it's not a great one. I apologize, but I did the best <laughs> I could. Uh, and it's Kevin Reed uh, plays Wilkes in Varsity Blues. And you might ask yourself, who is Wilkes? Mm-hmm. I don't have an answer for you. I looked and I looked and I looked. I honestly spent like 10 minutes trying to track down. He was a player on the team, but I couldn't tell you yeah, i wasn't about to go frame by frame in the locker room or on the field <laughs> there he uh, is <laughs> stuff, to figure out what position he was uh but he was also a stuntman um and i think primarily he was used um for a lot of the stunt coverage in varsity blues mm-hmm. and we'll get to that in a in a bit uh, but he was also a stuntman in buffy the vampire's weight of the world episode
1: i also just want what he did but uh, there you go. Either way, I just want to say also, a Buffy Link is a Buffy Link. And this one's still good. Okay. We've definitely <laughs> stretched out worse than this. So this
0: is definitely Thank good. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it. What was your favorite part? Favorite part of the movie? Ben, we got a lot to talk about here. We do. Like, as
1: much as ridiculous as this movie was, you got to go right away in the beginning. Um, when he's just kind of going through his like childhood memories playing football with his friends And it looks like these kids are just getting berated by these adults, like their parents and stuff like that. But the narrator is like, narrator's just like, as long as we're having fun, it was always such a good time. But like, you see this like coach getting into this kid's face, grabbing his face mask. just like, you fucking listen to me. And then this dad's like, if you don't do this, I'm going to disown you. And these kids had to be like, I don't know, five, six, I don't know, something like that.
0: Yeah, it's definitely pee-wee football.
1: Yeah, but I I thought it was still a cool scene, but it was just very funny how, like, they were getting screamed at. But it was just like, as long as we're having fun out there, everything's great.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I got to shut up the whole intro as well, you know, with all of the players uh, in the town being introduced. Yeah. You know, it kind of – it starts with, you know, Billy Bob picking everybody up. Um, you know, my favorite is we see Lance – uh, Paul Walker come out of his house and he's got the fucking billboard, yeah, you know, out fucking in front yard. ridiculous he's like the boy. Um, and uh it's just great. It does a really good job of, of setting up who who these people are and what this town is like, mm-hmm. which we'll, we'll kind of get to in a bit there. But i the whole introduction part is really really cool. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned it earlier as well too. I really just all of the football stuff looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the stunt work was incredible you know you can kind of take for granted this i don't know this stuff that's it, it this <laughs> is an awkward movie for me to talk about because so much of what is my favorite parts of the movie are also like well actually oh same um, absolutely and you know all of these hits that are happening are fucking insane like mm-hmm. i'm thinking of like the final game there's a scene where like one of the um the opposing team players like does this flying, leaping tackle where they literally put their arms to their side. They're just flying through the air like a missile to go helmet to helmet. Um, And it's just great. And, you know, part of it is, if we're being honest, football movies translate so freaking well because they're easy. I shouldn't say easy. They're the easiest, I think, to film the action. um, Yeah. To make it look fucking cool and make sense. Basketball, I think, is damn near impossible um to make look good um and kind of understand what's happening there's a lot of confusion i think with basketball yeah. movies um well i think you and know
1: so, i think you know like i mean basketball is like a fast-paced game football you're taking breaks every five seconds like
0: yeah you know you've got the, the you know the play happens and they all kind of huddle up they can talk about it yeah um but the the footage was great i think they nailed that part of it there's i mean there are probably a couple parts that are like unbelievable and you know shout out the the missile tackles Mm -hmm. really shitty tackling which i believe me i watch a lot of high school football you know i work (laughs) in high school uh and they they, yes they can't tackle no 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 high school kid can tackle um (laughs) but the the stunt work itself was incredible um i listened to an article or an interview with james vanderbeek where he mentioned that they were in a lot of the football scenes but they primarily had the stunt stunters do the scenes and then they would kind of fill like they would film themselves for like fill-in parts where they weren't like um you know where the stunt guys would take over when it wasn't right. like filmed in on their faces but apparently they all could play um and they all were pretty believable um it's just you know for that crazy you're not going to have somebody flying 100 miles per hour to james vanderbeek's face right no. he's the lead of dawson's creek so right <laughs> um i just I, i'll stand by that the football work itself looked great yeah. phenomenal job with that
1: absolutely absolutely um, I have to give a shout-out to Billy Bob himself. Just like this introduction, he's picking up James Vanderbeek, or he's picking up, sorry, Mox, and uh, he's in that big-ass truck. He wears number 69, and he has this fucking adorable pig named Bacon. I'm fucking mm-hmm. – That's so good. A lot of the scenes he, a lot of the scenes he's in are, like, utterly ridiculous. The only time it's, like, uh, not the greatest – and I'm not saying not the greatest as an acting standpoint, but not the greatest as, like, the way you look at it and the way you feel is, like, when he's going through all that concussion stuff. Um but, like, when you first see him, he's eating a fucking pancake he's, like, dipping in, like, peanut butter. And then he's drinking fucking syrup straight. It's like straight mobile
0: through. pancakes. I, I know the hustle.
1: <laughs> but, lo- I'm like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, bro, man, is this going to be the whole fucking... I thought it was going to be ridiculous. I thought my answer of nine was going to be, like, cut super short. Uh, but, luckily, you know, that was literally the big scene where he, like, fucking scooped up peanut butter, fucking drink. He, like, just took casual sips of syrup. It was ridiculous watching it. Uh, but man, like every scene that he's in, um I remember they're at like that party that was like shortly after some sort of pep rally or after a game or something like that. And uh he just like is taken shot for shot with like Mox's girlfriend and uh or I think they're playing quarters or something playing like that. Quarters. Yeah. yeah. Uh and then like he goes to throw up and <laughs> Of course, he, for some reason, I don't know why you wouldn't find a sink first. You found a goddamn washing machine? What the hell? Come on, man. There's better places. Um, But then after he's all done, he's just like,
0: puke and rally. Puke and rally. Get me a beer. Uh, also, can we just talk about the horrific discovery of you're about to do the wash, and you open up that thing, oh and it just pops vomit all over in there. And not to mention, he's he's interrupting uh, Lance and his girl having sex on the dryer. Shout out to Lance's girl ahead of her time. What a pro. (laughs) in the the dryer assist, you know what I mean? She knows what she wants. Right. But, oh, my God. Just what a a scene. I just,
1: like, what are you doing in that situation? Do you just, like, maybe cycle it once? Does everything go away without anything (laughs) in it, obviously?
0: I don't want to try. Okay.
1: I was going to say, like, do you think you could do it at your place? Because I don't want to do it at mine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think uh, some of my other favorite scenes was just like, it, it was like my favorite, but also like very cringy how every adult male was like, their personality was like the football team in high school. And I was like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Um, I, you know, I don't condone it all the time because I don't condone the whole thing, but I thought it was absolutely hilarious where Lance's dad and Mox's dad were like having a pissing contest with their sons being quarterback. And like,. <laughs> first of all i want to point out how lance's dad was like hey i'm gonna do this route and you're gonna get it to me on three and he like fucking says hike he runs like two inches and then turns and then he catches a ball and he's just like check out that fucking skill and then the
0: best quarterback in west texas by throwing a three-yard pass i know
1: it was ridiculous and then like mox's dad is just like hey i'm gonna do a post hit me over here and like as soon as like he hikes the ball he's just like hit me hit me hit me and then he fucking overthrows him which is fine and then they go to this picking con- uh, another pissing contest where like seeing how accurate they are and does like that william tell bullshit where he puts a beer can on top of his head and i thought one of my absolute favorite lines of this movie was fire that fucking pigskin i cackled I fucking just, like... And then he got a broken nose. I think it made it even better for me. Yeah. So maybe it's not, like, a favorite scene because of, you know, cinematography or anything. It's a favorite scene because I laugh my fucking ass off.
0: Oh, I mean, I think it's a great scene, though, because it really lays bare, like, the town. That's also fair. But I, the thing, well, like... What life is like for these people, uh, the, the pressure that these kids must have felt. Well, absolutely, but I don't think the
1: movie was trying to intentionally go that deep with it. Like, right now, we can look at it and say, like... Oh man, that's like that's a crazy pressure of living in that small city or small town in Texas. But like, I don't think the movie meant to do that, really.
0: I don't know. I I'm gonna I'm gonna argue. I'm gonna push back on okay. you. Okay. All right. They, All I think right. I They do. I think okay. they do. I mean, listen, the dialogue in this movie is not great. Yeah. Uh, a nitpick that I have is like the speeches at the end are not fantastic. But the most famous line in the entire movie is that like I don't want your life. You know, like yeah. The. The, you know, this is for you, not for me. I, I don't know. I think, I think, well, I think through Moxon's eyes, we, we are the avatar for that. Because he, okay. even though he gets swept up into it, yeah, you can tell that he's like, there's more to life than this. Like, I don't want to become the 40-year-old man watching my kid at the fucking practice. Not even the right. game. They're just, and they're watching the practice, like yeah. nitpicking every little thing. Um, And that's totally fair. I don't know. That's and totally fair. And they didn't fair. do it great. Well, I'm going to, you know, I don't want to. Right. It's not as well done as, like, Friday Night Lights, you know, mm-hmm. which I know you haven't seen. Uh, yeah. But, yeah.
1: I, I just I just think, like, I just think maybe it's, like, maybe it's over-embellished for me. But uh, That could be, I don't know. I might be. be, I might be over-analyzing
0: yeah. it, too. Still a great scene, though. Right, I, yeah. I, I love the scene. Fire that fucking pig skin! You know it's coming, too. <laughs> like, he's gonna smack him right in the fucking oh, face. Oh, man.
1: And then, okay, and then also, like, when his nose is broken, and then, like, uh... Uh, Mox throws that football at like, the uh, um, the other uh, mascot for the other team. And
0: mm-hmm. his dad is just like, Yeah! And then he's like,
1: Oh, my nose. Oh, God. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> yes. It's a great callback. For sure. Um, I need to shout out John Voigt. Almost all of John Voigt's teams. Listen, number one, John Voigt is a human piece of shit. Um, <laughs> you just Google John Voigt. He he's looks not like it. A good man. Uh, but he's a good actor and uh, he like crushes it. like my question is like did he think he was in like an Oscar worthy movie and that he wasn't like an MTV football production film because <laughs> he is he is fucking going for it. Um, he's quite possibly like one of the most evil coaches I can think of. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of movies have, like, bad coaches, you mm-hmm. know. A lot of times they're, like, the opposing coach. Like, I'm right. of, like, the mean guy um in uh Mighty Ducks yeah, 2. Yeah, You know, the Iceland team where he's all, like, I'm intense. Yeah, and then, like, breaks uh, Coach don't Bombay's don't leg. Accent, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, like, this guy is just over-the-top evil. You know, drop, like, first... Our first introduction was at the Pep Rally, which I take part in pep rallies. This pep rally, lollo, lol. LOL, LOL, LOL. Oh, listen, I get it to small high school, there's like forty kids there. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Um and he dropped like four Nazi salutes. Yeah, yeah he did. He, like I know they're not like crisp, but I have yeah, to believe looked, knowing like... what we know about Coach Bud Kilmer, that there's some there's some maybe some intent there. Yeah. Yeah, he drops that – ooh, baby. Go back and rewatch the scene. <laughs> let me tell it, you. I, it was cringe when I watched it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Um, and, you know, this. Is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up my my friend. Um, coach Helene, we'll call him. He, he coaches football. Uh, he's been a good friend of mine for a long time. He's right. been part of lots of different coaching programs to the high school level. Um, and he brought up, you know – because I asked him, what did he think about the movie? And I, he, he kind of brought up that, you know, when you coach – Coaching is supposed to be about the kids. Mm-hmm. That's ultimately what it is. That's why you do it. Um, and maybe I listen, I get the perspective is a little different from a coach in Wisconsin than a coach in Texas. Like, you know, Bud Kilmer was a god. We can argue whether or not he deserved it. We'll mm-hmm. get to that in a little bit in the next section. But um, he was in it totally for himself. You know, it was all about him. His players were disposable. He, mm-hmm. They were, you know, objects to be manipulated and, um, you know, forced into doing what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, my my friend was like, that's, that's just not – that's just bad, you know. And mm-hmm. he was like, that's just not how I view coaching. That's not how anybody that he had been a part of viewed coaching. You know, you sacrifice so much to be a football coach, you um, because you want to see your kids be successful, yeah. and uh, that you just did not get those vibes whatsoever at um, Bud Kilmer in in the film, and and kudos to John Voigt for kind of he towed the line very very well. It didn't become like a caricature. You just looked at him and you were like, this guy's fucking evil, right? Right? Yeah. And not only like the Nazi salutes, but the the whole racist thing with like. Um, you know, not giving it to Wendell because he was black to score the touchdowns. You rush, get him all the way down there and they give the touchdowns to the white, white players. I think Wendell was like the only black guy on the entire team. I think so. uh, Which is also kind of questionable. Mm. Um, And it's a kind of a great example of like how, how privilege can play a part of like the other players, like didn't even really realize what it was. Like even Vanderbeek was like, what are you talking about? You know, when, when Wendell brought it up. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I mean, you he, know, he became like an ally in that moment mm-hmm. of like, we're going to get you the fucking touchdown and then stood up for him, you know, with the with the shot. Like, don't let him t- do the shot. Yeah. But uh, yeah, fucking, you know, also a racist. I love his line, too, of like, your daddy was a no talent pussy, but at least he listened yeah, right. uh, when he's yelling at Moxon. Like, yeah. I just fucking love that dude. Oh what a God. crazy multi-leveled uh, insult there. Um, and then he threatens to fuck with his transcripts, dude. That was um, fucking if insane. He, you know, doesn't doesn't do his game plan, because he's got to win his way. And it's just like he just was so good, so good in this in this movie. And it's just everything about him just oozed gross. Yeah. Um. It, and I, I just loved it. I loved it, all of his scenes. It was very scummy. Yeah. Everything like every time he was on the screen, I wanted to fucking
1: punch him. Like I absolutely agree with you. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Um. Another change of pace for me, at least what, I, what I've witnessed from, like, football movies, when you see, like, the backup come in, yeah, it's usually, like, a losing effort at that point, but then when Mox came in, he fucking actually won the game for them, like, I thought yeah. that was, I thought that was just really, I don't know, kind of a change of pace for football movies. Um,
0: it was great, too, because he was, like, super confused and, like, didn't know the plays mm-hmm. was, like, fucking lost, <laughs> you're like trying to, like, fall plays in, yeah. and then I know it wasn't exactly, like, a flea flicker, because it wasn't a handoff, right um to the running back i don't know what you call it when you throw like the the backwards lateral pass and then they tossed it back to him for the touchdown play like that's just so oh hilariously awesome to get a touchdown like that um
1: yeah so yeah i agree it's a great scene
0: it was a great scene yeah you kind of know it's coming like Mm -hmm. the whole movie is set up like fucking paul walker walks out of his fucking house yeah in the beginning you're like well you're not gonna be the quarterback (laughs) long because all the trailers Uh. say is james Vanderbeek. I know. But, uh, <laughs> they still did it great. Yeah. You know, it was it was a really cool moment. That's Believable, definitely
1: too. that's definitely gonna be in my Well Actually section as well. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh we mentioned it earlier, but I just loved the penis, 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 vagina, vagina, vagina <laughs> sex ed talk from Miss Davis. You know, she randomly wants to talk about all the different names for an erection. Yeah. You know, you get the kid who's like boner is boner one (laughs) everyone giggles Uh, everybody giggles and then james vanderbeek's character like names off like 15 different erection names including like pedro and rigor mortis uh with the all-time purple-headed yogurt slinger which definitely was part of like yearbook quotes and stuff when i was in high school dear god yeah yeah i love it shout out to all the health teachers out there in the world that teach health a good friend of mine Uh, at the high school level he he teaches health i don't know how they do it man it's wild shit yeah i was gonna
1: say you know i i I don't like to admit this often but like i failed health my first year in freshman freshman of high school because i did not give a shit so i had to do it two years in a row so shout out to my health teacher
0: you're an expert on penises and absolutely after that
1: after that i was like you know what i need a second year of this i'm gonna just fucking blow off the rest of this year and so i can come back next year
0: they were like, you know, putting the condoms on the bananas. And you're like I'm, gonna, <laughs> like, I'm doing with my mouth. Yeah. You know, I got to show off here. <laughs> Check this out. Blah.
1: All right, that's a good looking <laughs> banana. Here we
0: go. <laughs> um,
1: I have to say, Tweeter, he did a lot of problematic things in this movie,
0: but mm, one of the yes.
1: but one of the funniest things he did in this movie was at this when he's at this party and like these cops come by. They're like, we're just making sure no one's drinking and driving, and he's just like. All right, you know, you guys came in, you kind of ruined, uh, ruined the, my buzz. And now I'm, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go home. Cause you're right. I don't want to drink and drive, but you really, really messed it up. And then you see him walking towards like, or backing up towards the cop car. I'm like, I know where this is going to go. Uh, and then as soon as he said, see you later suckers, he gets in the car and he says, I'm going to jail and then turns on the horn and drives away. Ah, uh, <laughs> that was hilarious. I absolutely love that part.
0: Yeah, I, I love it. Right. Um, I love to see the next morning the cops are talking oh, yeah. about it. And they're like, they pulled out their wieners. I'm sorry that this is my West Texas accent. I don't know if it's any good <laughs> or not, but you're all going to fucking just deal with it. But right. the guy's like, they pulled out their wieners and put them on the glass in front of the auxiliary meeting. We're going to get and in front of like, I forget the lady's name. And they're like, they're, and then the <laughs> other guy's like, they're wieners on the glass. Like <laughs> oh, so good. I fucking love it, man.
1: We are going to get emails from everybody from Texas. Yelling
0: at us. Speaking of Texas, shout out to, you know, Texas, you know, um, the small town kind of football. I just think they did a fantastic job of the depiction of the small Texas Mm -hmm. town Mm -hmm. football Um, and the importance of it. You know, everything is shut down. Your past follows you forever. We mentioned the barbecue scene before. Mm -hmm. Like, clearly Moxon's dad has like, you know, he doesn't feel... Like, he lived up to his potential as a football player and wants to live it through his son. Um, everything is about football. Um, you know, every everyone lets them do whatever. You mentioned the cops showing right. up. They're all underage drinking. Like, it's no, like, shock. They're doing whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the store owner, after Moxon wins the game, you know, he goes to the gas station and just wants to get a Coke, and the guy puts the Coke down and just puts up a <laughs> six-pack of beer and is like, your money is no good here. Yeah, it's like, that. what the f- fuck is going on but like this stuff really happens um i don't know if it really happens anymore i mean i'm sure to some extent it does but it's uh it, they do uh, they do a good job of of setting the town as its own character i think
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely uh, i will say uh during my football glory days uh none of this ever happened for anybody so uh, uh <laughs> kind of sad about that what do you mean you won't give the third string lineman a fucking beer come on let's go <laughs> Um, and, uh, that, that one iconic scene where, like, uh, uh, Vanderbeek, or, I'm sorry, John Moxley, or, sorry, Mox sin God, the wrestler, come on now, um, uh, Moxon is about to, like, he's, like, thinking about whether or not he should go over to Darcy's place, uh, or, 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 you know, he doesn't know if he's in love with his girlfriend, and I already forgot her name, um, and then you see him oh. with his, what's his name? Jules, that's right. Jules. Gosh, yep. I should know, I should know that, man, I can... Damn, Amber's gonna be so mad at me because that's her best friend's name. Uh, (laughs) But, but, uh, but like, there's Mox with his little brother, who also, by the way, is phenomenal, and I'll get to that in a second. Um, And he's like in this gas station, like debating whether or not he should buy condoms, and then bam, he buys the condoms. He goes over to Darcy's place. And then he's just like trying to be casual and stuff. And then I heard like the whipped cream stuff happening, and I'm like, I know what's gonna happen here. Here, here it comes. And then I thought that was a really cool shot of him looking into like this. I don't know if it was like a cabinet of some sort, but you could see Gun reflections. Case. Gun West
0: case.
1: Uh, fair enough. That's what I thought. Um, <laughs> but then, like you know, the reflection in the in the glass where all of a sudden Darcy comes up and she has all the whipped cream on her on her bits, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, oh shit, like fucking. Vanderbe uh, sorry, uh, Mox did a great job, you know, um, acting like a teenager that has never seen boobies before in his life, um, and that was a great scene. I also just thought it was just funny that she was crying with, with all that whipped cream on her bits. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I mm-hmm. had a good, I had a good chuckle from that because I'm like, what do you? I feel like, I don't know, it's just funny. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it's an absolutely iconic scene. You're right, it's like the one thing that everybody remembers from the movie. I yeah. believe it was spoofed in Not Another Teen movie. Yes, I was uh, gonna bring that up. At the, the VMAs, too, like oh. this was such a huge part of the culture. Lots of people probably tried it, um, as well. I mean, I did not,
1: sadly. <laughs> I uh, I might have. No, I'm just kidding. Um, at least I don't think I have. Maybe I was drunk. Um,
0: but I, that was funny,
1: you brought up a Not Another Teen movie, and I, I wanted to bring up that Amber, my wife, she said that she knew that from Not Another Teen movie and didn't know where it was from, so when this scene came up, she's like, oh, this makes more sense. I think she liked it a little bit better with Chris Evans than uh, than uh, Darcy, uh, but yes. uh, but s- still, very funny. Um, and I think the, the next, like, the I thought this was another really great scene, too, is when the the kids like they have no rules so uh, mox is like hey let's get everyone together uh and let's just go out and, and first of all it was like on a thursday which i'm like why the fuck would you do this on a Thursday?" But they go to a strip club and then it was just absolutely perfect that hot for teacher came on. And I was like, is this the fucking health teacher? This is not the health teacher. And then she turns around and like boobs are out and she's just like stripping and they're like, oh, my God, it's the fucking Miss Davis. Holy shit. Oh, my God. I thought that was just
0: a super awesome scene. Yeah, it's a phenomenal scene. It's like man just i got it bad got it it i'm half a teacher like and she turns around and the camera work there is so good because it does that like crazy zoom it's like the shining zoom shot where Mm. they zoom with the camera but also pull it back so it creates that weird zoom effect Mm. and they're all like mouths open just like oh (laughs) my god And it's just phenomenal. And I love it because, like, she just goes with it. Like, she drinks with them all night. Bro. Which is all, like, parts of it are wild because this is where it goes well, actually. Because, like, her ass had to go to work. Like, (laughs) she was with them, too. Um, And also, like, it's a small town, man. How does nobody know this? This, they maybe went one town over, but still. Like, she does drive the nice car he mentions at the beginning. Like, Mm -hmm. nice car for a teacher.
1: Um, Uh But also,
0: shout out to Miss Davis, man. Get that money teacher yeah. salaries aren't that great you know butter your bread miss davis
1: get it going hell yeah, yeah. Plus,
0: also take, like take uh take uh billy bob to prom exactly i was gonna bring that up i'm like i love that billy bob was like can you go to prom with me that was, that was <laughs> billy bob. i also too need to shout out the fact that like i had i i mentioned earlier i think um that i had seen this a bunch um as a tv movie mm. And watching the actual movie, there's an astonishing <laughs> like, amount of titties whoa! Uh, in this. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, there's just <laughs> boobs. I mean, I guess, I know it's a strip club, but, like, come on. Every, like, movie that does it like this, they're all, like, wearing the bikinis, right? Which is obviously not realistic. But so then, like, you just see there's it's just everywhere. And you're just like, wow, I had forgotten. I forgot that this was a thing. And so <laughs> good good job. I, yeah. I mean, who doesn't love titties? Exactly. You know exactly. Automatic beef yeah. boobies, for sure. That's
1: right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm very intrigued with uh, Mox's brother, Kyle. Uh, and, like, he's just, like, going through all these different religions. And, like, you, when mm-hmm. they first open up the movie – After the whole, you know, talking about childhood thing, you just see Kyle on a cross. And I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Whatever. They're probably doing some play or whatever. But then as he's going, like, forward, all of a sudden he's, like, uh, in a karate suit or a karate uniform, I should say. Not suit. Uh, And then he is also talking about – it was at the gas station when Mox is trying to buy condoms. But all of a sudden he's like, the only one there is the true Allah or whatever. Um, And then – Lastly, and probably my favorite one is when he like has like a little like cult going on, and mm-hmm. his mom his mom just casually is like, "Kyle, did you start a cult?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, this is fucking awesome! <laughs> this little
0: kid, holy shit!"
1: Just like, oh, man, that was good. That was good for the movie. I liked it a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you'd say borderline like inappropriate, like because the Islam thing becomes like a caricature of like the yeah. brothers of Islam, mm-hmm. but you know. Is what it is. Mm. Um, I got to shout out Paul Walker. You know, obviously, rest in peace. This Mm. is pre Fast and the Furious, but Mm. you just saw him in this, and you're like, this guy is going to be a star. Yeah. Um, He has the look. He has the charisma. uh, He just, he he plays, he's playing the perfect role, right? The golden child. Mm. Um, You know, like I said, what's going to happen. But it's, he just, he's so good in this film. He's not even in it that long, but he is great. And it's just setting the stage for like, this guy's gonna gonna be something
1: yeah absolutely i i completely agree with that um and then like especially his like transitioning role from like player to coach and like you kind of mm-hmm. saw that and especially uh at the end there when he's just like oh fucking lance went on to find his real passion and that's being a coach and uh i have some well actuallys about that as well but uh, we will continue with my last favorite part which was the last game first of all uh Gilroy that team um was apparently terrible so they're not like giving a shit about the football season so they're like hurting people on purpose that's why like we brought up the whole missile tackle before where the guy's leading with his head with his arms to the side Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then before halftime Gilroy their team is just dancing and like all their dance moves is just hilarious and I don't know why that that gave me a chuckle
0: but like Shout out the kid that scored the touchdown and then went into a full breakdancing routine. Oh, fuck yeah. Spin a Rooney.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Spin a fucking Rooney. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) Um, But then also during that last game, like, you know, finally, Coach uh, Kilmore? Kilmore?
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
1: Kilmore. Yeah. He finally getting what he deserves. Kilmer. 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 Bud Bud Kilmer. Bud Kilmer. Uh, getting what he deserves, uh, you know, they're stopping him from giving uh Wendell the uh, shot. Uh, Lance just like, Yeah, that fucked me up. And then Billy Bob is just like, Yeah, you fucking prick. I had a concussion. What the hell's wrong with you? And then you know, Vanderbeek doing yeah, his thing
0: to rip his arms off and beat yeah. him to death with them. It's yep. like,
1: God damn, like, there you go. Fucking A, but yeah, that whole last game was a lot of fun, but also, this will be a well, actually.
0: Oh yeah, there's a ton of questions in this last game but yeah. you, you know you can't the the block scene, you know yeah. where they need to block the punt and Billy Bob is like, "Coach Lance, put me in, I'll block it." And then he's like, "What?" He's like, "I'll block it." And then they go <laughs> out and it's to it's it's all slow-mo and then yeah. it's like There goes my hero! (laughs) And he just like annihilates the whole line, which I know is illegal as fuck. We'll get to that. Yeah. And then um, (laughs) Tweeter comes in and he blocks the punt. And then they end up, you know, there's a couple plays in between, but then they end up with the hook and ladder where uh, Billy Bob gets to score the touchdown. Like he's got three dudes just hanging on his back. Um, Is this the play where I look like I don't know
1: what I'm doing?
0: Yeah. Yeah, right. But yeah, the whole, everything in that last game is entertaining. It's yes. very, very entertaining. But you got to really suspend some belief. You do.
1: <laughs> well, actually, according to my
0: calculations, I think that would defy all laws of... Oh my God, shut up! We're going to dive right into, let's jump into the well actually here. Um... I'll start off, you know, the, the play where Lance gets hurt, the play actually should have been called dead before it even happens because Billy Bob moves in a set yeah. position because mm-hmm. he like faints due to his concussion. Mm-hmm. But you also Come think on, about ref. this way. Come it's,
1: on. I would say it's high school refs, though. OK, so I mean, like this is true. But this is true. I completely agree. That should have been called dead for sure. Um. I mentioned this before. I love actors playing teens who are obviously over 30. Like, it's just absolutely <laughs> hilarious to me. And that's really it. That's really my well actually right there is like, I remember during the pep rally while a coach is speaking, like you see like these like three dudes that are like off to the left of them that are like, like seven foot tall and chiseled jaw. And I'm like, these guys are fucking 35 to 40 years old. Get the fuck out of here with this teen bullshit. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've got to call out the real, real tough Texas accents. They're better than mine, but very barely. (laughs) Um, Vanderbeek's kind of comes and goes uh, quite a bit. Paul Walker, like, at the pep rally, he kind of starts off with a Texas accent, and then, like, I would argue after his first two sentences, he just sounds like Paul Walker for the rest <laughs> of it. Like, he just sounds like a beach kind of guy. Um, and so it's, it's, it's a little rough. It's not yeah. the greatest. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Uh, and I think this movie never drove the point home of, like, you know that when you when, when something obvious happens and you're like who saw that coming? that kind of moment, this completely like everything that you could imagine uh, imagine like happened in the who saw that coming thing, like you knew it, it, I'm not trying to say it was like a predictable thing, but like, man, you could definitely feel that Lance is gonna be injured as soon as like you heard like Kyle accidentally say, like, well, you know, you gotta maybe get in there just in case he gets hurt and he's like, Don't fucking say that. Lance is not gonna get hurt and I'm like, Well, obviously yeah. he's, he's gonna get hurt. Yeah. They,
0: um, it was very heavy-handed. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also, next question. Um,
1: this Because I was curious what year this movie was, like, in. Uh, and it was around 1999. That's where they were kind of taking place. Uh, and a 1980s
0: graduate was at the high school party? Yeah, and he, like, bragged about that he never misses a single one. Yeah, and I was like, like, dude, that's wh- fucking creepy. That's so – I, like – First of all, you were... That mentality, though. Creepers, dude. Caring way too much. It's so
1: bad. Like, he's double the age of everyone there. And then also, like, I can't even... like I didn't even want to go back to my high school a year after I graduated. Like, why the fuck would you want
0: (laughs) to do that 19 years after you graduated? Jesus Christ. Must not be too much happening in West Canaan.
1: Hey, you know, rock and roll. I mean, that's all you got. That's all you got, man. Peaked in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Also, Coach... Making everyone play hurt. Like, and I'll kind of get to this a little bit later, too, uh, in our in our uh, trading spaces. But, like, the toxic masculinity and, like, how he's, like, guilt-tripping players. Like, he guilt-tripped Billy Bob. He's just like, yeah. you okay? He's like, well... The nurse says I shouldn't play tonight. He's like, "Well, fuck her. You're fucking playing." Yeah, it's about because then he goes into something like pain you... is a weakness. Yeah, that's you it. Know? Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. He's like, "Never show your weakness." And I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now, man?" It was just the the way he inter like, I, I think that's what made him evil too, as you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Just like him uh, playing Lance when he's just like shooting him up with fucking uh, uh, what the hell is that stuff called? Um, can't even think about it shoot
0: i don't even know what kind of shots he was getting was I don't, cortisone or, cortisone that's what uh, i was thinking i don't of. even know yeah cortisone makes he's a master manipulator yeah master manipulator and he hides you know he never never draws attention to himself and the doctor's like he shouldn't even been playing yeah, yeah. you know and he's like oh first i heard of it it's like are you kidding me yeah, like get fucked what the fuck right um i have to ask the question was <laughs> bud kilmer even that good right of a coach he coached there for th- 30 years only two state titles yeah i mean well, listen it's a small town sure but like are district champs that good like I, are you happy with district champs because it looks i know football everywhere is real big in texas but that's like real small looking texas to me mm-hmm. you know there's some small town <laughs> small town high schools like we're just kind of like acting like this guy is fucking vince lombardi like right right come on Come on now. I guess
1: I will. I will will come to the defense a little bit where I'm like, Texas has a fuck ton of high schools. So to be state champion is probably quite the feat, especially if they're like, I don't know, whatever division there is. But like, I I agree. Like 30 years, 30 years, though, two state championships. All right. Get out of here. How many
0: others has he gone to? That's my question.
1: Yeah. Unless you're, you know, you're the Mm. Buffalo Bills out here. Then you fucking Mm. get out of here. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'd ask it.
1: I, yeah, that's that's totally fair. That's totally fair. um I really, you know, it's it's just so quick how Darcy just dropped Lance. Like the day <laughs> he got injured, they the go, night the night he's yeah. he's
0: about to go into surgery, and she's in the car with him, and she's taking off her clothes to change in yeah. front of
1: him. Yeah, it was like, what, I'm wearing underwear, it's just like a bathing suit. I just, like, it was, I I felt it coming when, like, Mox was leaving the hospital, and then she's like, yeah, uh, this seems like kind of a family thing, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out too. I'm like, oh no, this, this chick is gonna fucking try to fuck Mox, whatever. That's, Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm.
1: just fucking weird.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things too, where it, it feels awkward putting it in a well actually, because it's, it's. Once she explains herself and you kind of get it, you're like, this makes sense. Like, And she even says, like, it's not about love. You know, it's about getting me out of here, um, which my will actually, and maybe this is a shot on Florida, but also fuck Florida. Like, is trading West Canning for Tallahassee that great? Like, I get that she's going to be on FSU campus. I doubt she's going there for school, though. So my. she's just going to be living off campus and still be dating Lance. Yeah. Um, Like, wait till he gets some of the college Tallahassee ladies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Super thirsty, but she was played greatly by Ali Larder. Yeah. And put her on the map, man. The bikini scene and her performance in this was really good. Shout out to Final Destination. Uh, I think she's also pretty well known for that one. Yeah. Um, she had a good, decent career. Yeah, Not too okay. Bad. Hell yeah. Good for her in this movie, then.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of girlfriends, I nearly forgot about Mox's girlfriend. Like, there was that you scene.
0: Think you forgot her name.
1: Yeah, see, that's it. I already forgot already that name. Uh, Jules. Oh, Amy my God. smart. Amy Smart. I was gonna say I knew her from uh, Butterfly Effect, and I feel like I should know her from a couple other She's things. Great. Uh, how about Crank and Crank Two? Mm-hmm. See, I haven't. Oh wait, no. You know what? I did see that. Yeah, because yeah. Jason Statham. He he sex with
0: her to keep his heart rate up so he doesn't die in in public.
1: I saw that That movie, Mike!
0: That happened in a film. Holy shit, I saw that movie, Mike. (laughs) Oh my god. She was in Just Friends, which also is a pretty good movie. Oh yeah, with Ryan Reynolds? With Ryan Reynolds.
1: Holy shit, I've seen a lot of Amy Smart movies and I didn't realize it. Holy shit. Secretly, she's my favorite actress of all time. I'm just trying to play it off like I don't know her. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But there was like, so then we have Mox like make it out with Jules. A little, well, I shouldn't say making out, just kissing Jules. The whole situation with Jules, and then, uh, fucking—I'm sorry, not Jules. Jesus Christ, uh, Mox making Darcy. out with Darcy, yeah. And then Jules sees that, and then she like walks away, and then they sort of talk at the like the burger place that she works at, and then you don't see her for like a good thirty to forty minutes in this movie. And then yeah. all of a sudden she just She'll like a
0: speech before the final game, which yeah. is a great speech about like what about the next year's team? You know, we gotta stand up to coach.
1: Exactly, exactly. But then like, I don't know, I just I almost forgot she existed. I thought it was just like a done deal. Like that's yeah, it. She
0: didn't play as much of a role in yeah. the movie as maybe she could have.
1: Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um yeah. and then uh, another question I had for Billy Bob, like his concussion all Of a sudden, just kind of went away. First, it like was a big thing in the movie where, like, he shouldn't have played football. His one of his best friends got injured because of his concussion, and then all of a sudden, he could just be he's fine to play, just fine.
0: Yeah, I'm um, I mean, this is the biggest wall actually of the entire movie for me. Absolutely. It's like the real rough treatment of like CTE issues in the movie, you know, the the head first missile tackles we talked mm-hmm. about. Um, you know, Moxon even kind of like. You know, when he got first got the concussion and the doctor's like, How many fingers am I holding up? And he's like, No, 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 you can't you can't ask him to count. True or false. You yeah. know, is yeah, okay for And like, They made him kind of keep playing. Yeah. Um, you know, the the characters in the film weren't really ahead of their time, but I'd argue the movie's portrayal was yeah. about ten years ahead of the NFL on awareness on like these the concussions are a serious issue. Mm-hmm. Um, also, too, the pain meds and injection injections as well. I mean, Paul Walker is like on the path to being a junkie. There's the scene where Tweeter gives him the pills, and he's like, "Oh, oh yeah." Man, take. I mean, I mean, shout out to Brett Favre earlier. He was fucking, he was popping Vicodin like they were fucking Skittles, Um, <laughs> and it was really unregulated in the NFL during this time, where you have players who are playing through pain. Right? They're all fucking mm. playing for Bud Kilmer, right? Um, and getting addicted to pain medications. And having these health issues due Mm. to, you know, bad tackling and bad concussion protocols. I mean, what concussion protocols?
1: Yeah, right. Um,
0: So I'd argue the movie did a really good job of, like, portraying the issues. But also, like, yeah, like, Billy Bob is just, like, a caricature in the movie. And he just Mm. has all this bad shit happen to him. Yeah. Which is great at the end where he gets the touchdown, you know. Shout out to that. Yeah, hell yeah. It's it's still just, like, Jesus Christ, man. Right. Brutal. Very I brutal the, the, it sounds really stupid to say this because the movie is a fucking joke, but like the realistic portrayal <laughs> of some of these things in yeah. within football are, mm-hmm. is good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely uh, And then lastly, for myself, uh, just like the my, one of my favorite parts, the last game, uh, when they called out coach and coach didn't come out for the, or coach Kilmer didn't come out for the second half, weren't there other adult coaches that could have yeah, been like? Right.
0: There's usually like 12 assistant head coaches. Yeah, yeah. I, I and remember, they're in Texas. There might be fucking 30. Who knows? Right? <laughs> you you also, that's... not to get in the rule book, but you have to have an, an adult as a registered coach on the sideline. Otherwise, and you have to be registered. You can't just be a dude from the stands. Like, right. you have to be um, licensed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, I, so. that, was, that was
1: one of my rules, too. I was like, is, is that even legal to have to play without the coach? Um, and then also it just seemed really hilarious that the, the other, like the, everyone in the, in the, uh, um, in the, in the place, the fuck, oh my God, I am stumbling over my words here. The stadium, I'll say the stadium, fuck it, was, uh, was like boggled. Their mind was blown by the hurry up offense. And like, (laughs) I was like, this is not the invention of it. And I had to make sure it wasn't. I'm like, is this the first time this is the hurry up offense right here? And you actually uh, dove a little further, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I it's, it's very specific, right? Because it's not just the hurry up offense, it's the mm. five wide yes, you know, which we you mentioned before we started recording this. The caricature of the guy in the crowd, like counting his fingers, being like, <laughs> What the? Fuck? Holy yeah, shit, can there be more than two wide receivers on the <laughs> line.
1: Um, your, your accent's getting so much better,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I actually dug into this, you know, because it was. It was so, like, who invented the spread is such a complicated question. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's elements of it that you can tie back to way, way back in the day. But the five-wide hurry-up offense um, is credited to uh, a guy by the name of Archie Gunslinger Cooley. Fuck yeah, dude. Who... Um, shout out to him, to Like, a black coach um, and player uh, in the South... Which you know, fuck oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, you know, good on you, brother. Yeah. Um. And he had a uh, offense that he did uh, called the Miss. It was sorry. He coached at Mississippi Valley State, uh, and his offense was called the Satellite Express. Mm-hmm. So, no huddle offense featuring five wide receivers. He led the team, which were called the Devils, to their only Division One AA playoff ex- uh, appearance in 1984 um and they set different passing receiving and scoring records that featured jerry rice shout out jerry rice nice. arguably the greatest football player of all time yeah and quarterback willie totten uh and to this day cooley is the winningest coach in the history of the delta devil football program nice Hell and if yeah, you dude. pay attention i don't know why you would really <laughs> microscopically pay attention i took four pages of notes on this fucking movie God i don't damn. know why i was just hooked <laughs> But Mox, if you remember, the first practice after he wins the game Mm -hmm. um, where he's kind of like wants to do his own thing. He he does the formation. He goes the five out wide um, and the coach stops it right right off the rip. And he's like, what in the hell are you doing? You know, that kind of thing. Mox briefly mentions the this point, this team. um, He's like, you know. Da, da 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 in, in Mississippi they they're putting up like 60 a game running this offense before Kilmer's like you fucking listen to me you little shit you know this <laughs> is my team my offense yeah um and so there you go shout out to Archie Gunslinger cool what a badass name the movie makes it seem like they invented the spread but they didn't yeah. and also a definite well actually you're correct if they if listen these guys live and breathe football <laughs> They're going to be aware of a spread no huddle offense. Right. Like, they're not fucking stupid. <laughs> I get that they've used alone. to seeing Bud Kilmer's like 1940s, we just run the damn football right, yeah. offense. But they play opposing teams. Like, come on. Like, come on. That now. part is a real well, actually. Absolutely. Like, he's, he's, they're not that stupid.
1: Now, I, I should say, I'm not sure if the rule was implemented at this point. I think it might have been. No, you know what? Probably not. But when Billy Bob was going to block that punt, he hit the center. And mm-hmm. I know there's a rule now where it's you – illegal. Yeah, it's illegal because it's for center safety because he's basically just, like, yeah. hanging That's out the there. Yeah. Um, so I, I know he hit the center, like, right away. Uh, and then also on that, uh, that hook and ladder play, Billy Bob was definitely not eligible to be a receiver. Or to even t- – I don't know if he's, like, eligible to, like, even touch the ball
0: that's it <laughs> well and that's the that's the question like he could catch it because it's a lateral yeah. but yeah i don't because he even brings this up he's like am i even going to be eligible maybe right. it's a thing with like high school yeah, it could be something like, again, that. like you mentioned i, I guess
1: because i thought the only i could be wrong about this too but i thought the only way a lineman could really advance a football is if it was a fumble and yeah i don't know i could be wrong about that
0: Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, I also have to shout out to the ineptitude of like, why not just kick the field goal to tie it? Mm -hmm. You're on the 17 yard line. You're gonna run a fucking hook and ladder that has never worked in practice. I get that the kids are calling the plays, but you could kick the field goal to tie and then go to overtime.
1: Well, wait. Okay. No, hold on a second. I thought the score was three. I thought it was 21 to 17.
0: Nope, they were down three. Really? Okay. Yep. God it's thing. not sexy. I get why they do it, but yeah. it's it's just like a well, actually, like an actual well, actually. <laughs> um, the last one, which is also very important, is the the movie like ends right there, yeah. right? They're all celebrating, yep. and then you get this light little voiceover where he mentions like Coach Kilmer never coached again. Wendell got that offer at Grambling, um, you know, <laughs> and, and then Vanderbeek is like, I never played football again. They won the game. Right. Which would make them eligible then to be in the state playoffs to go to state.
1: Well, I mean, like maybe they finally did that rule where since Coach Kilmer wasn't there anymore, they were like, no, you can't play anymore.
0: I mean, yeah, but that's that's (laughs) what I am too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're you're telling me that he got he got all that juice. And I get his character is very complicated because he's kind of like, fuck football. I'm just Mm -hmm. doing this to make my dad happy. I want to go to Brown. I don't want to be part of this life. But they get sucked all into it. He and he has like the he's fucking inspirational. He's real big on like this moment doesn't matter Mm -hmm. into the future. Like it doesn't matter what happens. But then he like in the halftime speech, he's like, We can be gods. You're telling me he didn't even try to, like, do a walk-on situation at Brown? Like, Brown's got a football team. I
1: mean, hey, might as well give it a shot.
0: That's all, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Man. He's got a he's got a big arm. Yeah, I was going to say, sitting down 50 yards. 40 yards, sitting down. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I got questions. It's, it's a weird, like, ending there. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. For sure.
1: Nope, stop. That's fucked up. I can't even believe that was a thing. How could you even think that was a thing? Do You think that
0: was a good idea? Oh, my God. It's back, Ben. It's back. We haven't had it for a while we haven't had it for a while trading places award i don't think this anything in here was egregious enough to like take the title i still think that it's definitely the trading places award yeah. um and this goes to the scenes in the movie that were just like oh my fucking god like right. this is this is not okay mm-hmm. it was barely okay when it happened uh, but you know some things are played for laughs um in older movies and this this is an older movie mm-hmm. right 1999 this is 20 22 years old at this point um so let's go through a couple. Number one, uh, Billy Bob, early in the game, he's doing a, uh, uh, an ad lib on the Lord's Prayer yep. and he drops a new age F bomb in there, um, basically, you know, demeaning the sexuality of the opposing uh, football team, which is pretty rough for religious purposes as well. Like, Billy right. Bob, what the fuck? Oh, come on, man. Um, Tweeter also going on about giving girls pills so they would drop their panties. Um, yup. Everybody just kind of laughs it off. Laughs um, it off at the party too. He's singing a song where he says, "She broke my heart, so I broke her jaw." Oh, um, God. Honestly, all of Tweeter, everything about Tweeter is the trading places of war. Very
1: like, problematic. Yeah.
0: We all kind of, I think, know this person um, or knew this person in high school. People mm-hmm. of like our age group. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Scott Kahn Like he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Like he crushed this character. Um, but like Jesus Christ, man, tweeter, tweeter's rough. Twitter's real. Rough.
1: Oh Jesus Christ! I was gonna say like we could almost it almost edged out trading places. We could call it call it the tweeter award, but we're gonna keep it trading places. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last thing that I had to bring up is like just you know that play of toxic masculinity that masculinity that coach uh, really like. Really like forced down like players' throats, like Lance getting him injured, almost doing that to Wendell, fucking making Billy Bob play through that concussion, anything like that. It's just like rough. And then like any male adult male that was in this movie was all fucking bringing up like toxic masculinity shit, like putting all this pressure on these kids to like fucking play a game of football that meant almost nothing. So, uh, it was just real hard to watch sometimes, just seeing some of that. Especially, like I said, with the pissing contest between uh, Lance's dad and uh, Mox's dad. And I'm just like, man, come on, there's more shit to do than this. Come on, let's not do this. Mm-hmm. One, two,
0: three, three, this is a sound check. Sound check, Ben. What do we What do we got? Mark Isham is the guy that did the sound. He actually got...
1: Uh, I don't know if he, Actually, you know what? He did the sound for that movie Crash, which, you know, that got awarded... Uh, Oscar for a Best Picture back in 2005. That was pretty cool. It was also uh, named the Best Soundtrack of 2005 by Cinescape.com. Um He also did. He also got a couple Golden Globes. Um, and let's see. He worked with a lot of uh, awesome people such as Robert Redford, Tom Cruise, uh, Jodie Foster, Sting, Will I Am, a lot of Mick Jagger too. Um, but he's also worked with a lot of artists too. His his style is more more like electronic music. Um, and, 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 uh, you could kind of hear that too. Like a lot of the intense sounds, like, especially I, I remember specifically, like when Wendell got hurt, uh, there was a nice little score that you knew someone was going to get hurt. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was one of those, it was yeah. definitely one of those who saw that coming kind of thing. Um, but he's worked with a lot of artists such as like Bruce Springsteen, Willie Nelson, Lyle Lovett, Ziggy Marley, uh, the Rolling Stones, uh, Van Morrison. It was awesome stuff right there. Um, is recording like spans from like electronica and classic jazz to hip hop and ethnic world music. And it's just a, he seems like a pretty good dude, pretty good legendary dude. But I think what takes the cake in this whole thing is that fucking soundtrack. Oh my God. That soundtrack. Late nineties,
0: heavy hitters.
1: Yes. Hell yeah. They had some classics, classics in there like Van Halen, AC DC, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, like less known, but kind of still known the Reverend Horton heat. He's awesome. Um, But, like, the heavy hitters on there, for me at least, were, like, the Offspring, Green Day, and Foo Fighters. Like, when I heard those songs come on, I was like, holy fucking shit, this is fucking lit. Let's fucking go.
0: Yeah. yeah. It stuff. probably is, like, it, I mean, it didn't put Foo Fighters on the map because Foo Fighters are the shit. But I think right. more, most people recognize this song and associate it with this movie. You know, yeah. there goes my hero. Right. Absolutely. Like, it's just so good and you know back to mark's music too like you mentioned it it is a really good job in my opinion of, of blending these soundtracks like these heavy hitter oh, songs yeah. and also like his own kind of you know music going in there too like you mentioned some of the slow-mo stuff with wendell but also the um just the music when billy bob scores the final touch on the hook and ladder the yeah. whole slow motion thing it like builds this emotion like Listen, I'm here. I'm sitting here, and I'm a man who's like really in tune with like getting emotional. If I have to, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like feeling it, man. When Billy Bob scored and was like the hero, I was like, God damn,
1: Hell man, yeah, what dude. A
0: beautiful piece. And the music plays a big part of that because yeah. it kind of sets this whole thing up. So, um, yeah, shout out to Mark, great, shit.
1: god damn, good stuff.
0: Soundtrack standout, yes, I'm gonna go first. Yeah, dude, up Van Halen, first off, shout out Van Halen, kind of like. Do we talk about Van Halen enough? Uh, R.I.P. Eddie. R.I.P. Eddie. What a great band. But Hot for Teacher, has it been used anywhere as well as this in movie history? I'm going to say no. Oh, absolutely not. If you you know of something out there, leave a comment. I'm sorry. God
1: damn. But a sex ed teacher was dancing to Hot for Teacher in a strip club. In a
0: strip club. There's no other way you could use it. There's no There's way. No way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just imagine them, like, tr- just keeping their fingers crossed so much that they could get the rights from Van Halen to have <laughs> this song. Like, they had it all planned out. They're like, please. Come say on. Us. We're going to have lots of titties. Let's do please. this. <laughs> Van uh, so like, oh, I'm yeah. going that. What a great song. I've literally been singing it to my wife all throughout the house today. Um, <laughs> I can't help myself.
1: <laughs> it's funny because you're both teachers. Hey, hey. This is true. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to go with okay, this is just because it has a soft spot in my heart uh my hero my hero by the foo fighters one of my favorite foo Fighters songs if not the favorite foo Fighters song of mine uh because it uh reminds me of my grandfather and my grandfather was a big part of my life when i was growing up and everything I even got a tattoo of his name on my shoulder uh and i know that has nothing to do with this movie but anytime my hero by the foo fighters is on it's gonna be number one on the list for sure for me
0: nice yeah, I mean you can't go wrong with uh, like you said. There's a lot of really great songs. Oh, absolutely! On it probably it had to have sold a bunch of copies. Um, if you want to be nostalgic, just throw up the old Spotify and yeah. give it a crank. Water cooler, water cooler talk. Oh yeah, water cooler talk time. You know we could have gone the easy route, Ben. Yep. We could have said Mount Rushmore football movies, but you know what? that ain't us next year we'll save that for next year okay uh we said we wanted to go with mount rushmore of unlikely heroes yes because let's be honest mox is a very unlikely hero listen you watch the trailer you understand what's happening in the movie we all know that he's gonna like lead the team to Mm -hmm. to victory but like as an introductory character you just are like this fucking guy like nobody believes him in, in in the entire town they're literally insulting him on the announcing crew when he comes into the game to replace yeah. Lance when he's injured. So who do you got? What are your four unlikely movie heroes?
1: Okay, well, I feel like this list is either going to make you mad or or happy. I'm not sure. Uh, I know that's kind of intriguing. It's mostly my last pick, and I'm going to save it for last just because I know. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm going to start off with The Matrix. Uh, I love Neo. You know, he didn't mm-hmm. know if he was the one. But here we are. He is the one. Shaun of the Dead, my wife's favorite movie, but also a really good movie there. Uh, and my another soft spot for me, I guess, because I thought the movie was cute as hell. But Wally, Wally the oh. robot, yeah, super cute. Like fucking Wally. I can't do the voice, but um, super cute. I fucking such a cute movie. Um, and then my last one, and everyone's gonna hate on me for right. it, but Super Mario Brothers movie, baby! Woo! Yeah! suck it everyone else that movie is awesome shut up don't talk to me don't at me super mario brothers movie so who's the who's the unlikely hero mario both of them i guess really oh because they're just they're they're just
0: plumbers from uh i've still never seen it yeah i guess that's you haven't you haven't seen it no i'm gonna try to go as long as i can oh come on it's so cool (laughs) um yeah i mean listen this is very eclectic yeah uh list here and mine for sure if you could get all four of these people at like a cafeteria table would be quite amazing <laughs> um i'm right with you with wally wally is one of mine
1: hell yeah you
0: know he's a broken not broken down but he's fucking close to broken down hunk of junk mm who is abandoned and he's accidentally like the only robot still going and he fucking saves humanity and gets them back to colonize Earth and gets a fucking sleek sexy robot to fall in love with them. If you don't love WALL-E, you don't have a soul. It's a top three Pixar, top three animated, top love movie of yeah. all time. It's, like, super, it's just great. Fantastic it's su- film.
1: It's super cute. I just want to hold WALL-E. Are on the
0: same wavelength. Yes, right. WALL-E. Unlikely hero. Yeah. Um, My next one, Near and dear to our hearts, and you know, spoiler alert, but this movie is going to come up in uh October for our spooky movie Uh month, and that is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. Yep, I don't want to spoil things too much for Ben, Mm -hmm. but very unlikely hero in the film. If you've seen it, you know Ben's (laughs) gonna find out. Can't wait, can't wait. Yep, uh, I'm gonna go with Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator 2. Absolutely, that was almost primarily because listen before the internet before shitty teaser trailers ruined everything Mm -hmm. you didn't know that arnold was going to be the good guy Mm -hmm. in terminator 2 he was one of the most iconic villains in the history of cinema in terminator 1 and then he shows up and you think he's about to kill this john connor kid and then what does he do he fucking saves him and not only saves him but becomes like his best fucking friend they're teaching him phrases and doing high fives and shit arnold terminator 2 unlikely hero hell yeah dude and then last but not least you shouted out one of your wife's favorite movies i'm gonna shout out one of my wife <laughs> uh and i'm going with a harry potter character we're shouting out neville longbottom oh yeah yeah, yeah you go is a complete loser um <laughs> who just <laughs> he had a real big glow up as a, as an actor you know the character who plays him later on in life but in the movie he's always played off as this fucking doofus but then at the end, you know, he shows up when he in matters most, and he kills Nagini, man. Oh, and man. for those of you that don't know, that's the big ass fucking magical snake, Horcrux. Shout <laughs> s- out to my boy Neville.
1: I'm sorry, but like your description, you're like he is the fucking biggest fucking loser. I fucking that was so good, so good. <laughs>
0: So there you go. That was a fun one. I actually enjoyed yeah. um, digging through Mount Rushmore. I feel like we left a ton on the table. because It's a really hard thing to kind of yeah. wrap your head around, like, what would qualify. But good list. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Next up. What is something you would want to keep or have from the movie? Mm-hmm. Um, this was a tough one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big truck person, but I'm going with Billy Bob's truck. Although I have the caveat of it seemed way too nice for small-town Texas. Right.
1: Absolutely. It was way too clean. Way too yeah. clean.
0: Very clean. Very shiny. It's got a nice lift on it. Yeah. That was good stuff, I could though. make the hillbillies uh, jealous at, uh, at our school, you know? <laughs> Man, they'd be like, what the fuck? That guy? He's got that big ass truck?
1: Uh, <laughs> um, I had to stick with Billy Bob, and I have to say his pig, Bacon, because that was probably yeah. the cutest thing in the movie. Like, I don't really think there was really much else that I'd want
0: from this movie. <laughs> it was tough. I mean, it's a poor town in West Texas. Like, yeah. what do you what do you want?
1: Yeah. I, I do I want bacon.
0: You want your significant other to come into the room with a whipped cream bikini?
1: Yeah. Amber, if you're listening, what's up?
0: There you go. <laughs> Put it on the list for her <laughs> anniversary. I mean, it's coming up, so. Hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, booty. what is... I mean, equal opportunity, too. I mean, you could do it to Amber now. That's true. Now that she's seen it and That's very true. It. I mean, this could be the new Christmas card. I'm not putting ideas out there. Oh, but my hey. God. Oh, my God. Hey. Mm. Stop. Mm. Stop it. That might be a thing now. You didn't hear it here first. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, all right. What is missing? Uh, a scene that you'd like to see in the movie. I guess this one was kind of tough. Um, I think I would want a scene where we see what happens between Darcy and Lance, right? We kind of leave in a weird spot with them where she kind of is like, I, it's not about love. You know, she's a very emotional. Her character is fucking great, by the way. You know, like emotional is like, it wasn't about love. It's about escaping this town. Um, But clearly there has to be, I'm I'm just, I'm I'm putting this out into the world. There had to have been some type of connection there between Lance and uh, um, Darcy and Darcy, yeah. and so I guess I would have liked to have seen what happened there, right? Because he gets out of the hospital, he gets out of surgery, he's, he's out, he's in the high school, it's not like she can fucking hide. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're gonna see each other, and it seems like Mox does a really good job of steering her back towards Lance. Yeah. But but I don't know, I guess I'm, I'm curious, like, what happens there. Darcy just kind of, like, disappears as a character. We see her briefly at the end, because she's a cheerleader when they're, when they're doing their thing, but mm-hmm. I want to know what happened.
1: That's a good point too, and I really think like I kind of got to go back to, uh, you know, we haven't we didn't see Jules very much either. Like they got into a fight, and all of a sudden they were back together. I kind of want to see what would happen with that. Uh, but my big one that I think is missing is any sort of rules for the kids outside of football. <laughs> like that's that's it.
0: <laughs> uh, just any rule, one. Like rule. Like the police just like sitting yeah. down in the locker room and is like got a list of like things they can and can't do. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, excuse
1: me, uh, y'all are too young to drink what the fuck
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: god be real teenagers and get busted at parties come on yeah right come on write a passage
0: <laughs> all right last but not least we're coming back with a trivia it's been a, it's been a while it's been a while it's hard it's hard sometimes to come up with trivia questions but right. i feel good about this one oh, so in man. honor of football season about to start and our your intense love my more like sure i'll pay attention right. to the green bay packers i'm so nervous um yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you know, the season's about to start and this movie is all about a backup quarterback, mm-hmm. James Vanderbeek. Mm-hmm. And so, I went through and mind you, this was more difficult than I thought it would be.
1: Okay.
0: And I found nine backup quarterbacks Uh-oh. for Aaron Rodgers. Okay,
1: okay.
0: Aaron Rodgers' career from a mm-hmm. starter,
1: yeah.
0: 2008 to now, he has had nine backup quarterbacks. I'm only counting backup quarterbacks that were on the active roster after the preseason. Okay. How oh. many of these backup quarterbacks can you name?
1: Okay. Let's see if I can get this going here. Um Brett Hundley, Jordan Love, um who's that guy? Tim Boyle. Uh Matt Flynn, uh Seneca Wallace. That fucking yeah. guy. Started uh, the game. I know, started one game and then oh, I can't I remember that there was another quarterback that started after him, but I can't think of his name. Hold on. Oh god, he played for the Badgers, didn't he? Can't uh, give you any hints. I know. Fuck. It's gonna. I'm gonna be so mad when I hear it because I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, of course that fucking guy. Like I'm seeing him. He's like this, like redheaded dude. Oh my god. Okay, I gotta move on here. So I got how many do I got right now? Four.
0: You have five.
1: I have five. Four okay. Left. Four left. The one that I can't think of. Uh, Vince Young didn't make it, so he's not there because I think he Rest got cut. Keys,
0: man. I love oh, yeah, he didn't yeah. die, but uh, his career died.
1: Oh, I thought he did die. Oh, I'm
0: thinking of. I thought who am I?
1: Th- I'm thinking of Steve McNair. I don't I know. I what...
0: think he died. Jesus Christ! Now you got me looking up. No, Vince it Smith. was.
1: I think it was Steve McNair that passed away. Yeah, Steve McNair died. Okay, away. No, I don't remember that. Dying. Yeah. Oh, sad. Um, yeah, okay, let me think here. Other backup quarterbacks for the Packers.
0: Matt Flynn. Oh my
1: God! You have make- Brett
0: Hundley, Matt Flynn, yeah. Seneca Wallace, Jordan Love, Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. Man. Okay, here. God, one I'm. Was, I'll, I will give you him. One of them was a Badgers quarterback. The other one was, I'm pretty sure, a Heisman Trophy winner. At one point, he was a hot shit in college. Oh. If he wasn't a uh, he was a finalist. If he didn't win it, I'm gonna look it up just to make sure. Oh
1: man. Well, it's not like we had Brady Quinn or anything. No. Damn it. I'm blanking on these last ones. I'm going to be so mad about the Wisconsin Badger one. Um. God. Uh, damn it. This episode's already going real long, so I think I have to tap out. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, it was Scott Tolzien.
1: Scott Tolzien! God damn you! <laughs> uh, Joe Callahan. Joe Callahan. Oh, yeah. He was good.
0: Oh, I'm wait. Wrong.
1: Brian Brom, was there, uh, there was the other guy who's in New Orleans right now, too. Um,
0: he in. does not count. He doesn't Jason count. Hill. Oh. Nope, he okay. wasn't on the active roster when the season started. He was only in preseason. Okay. And I thought Brian, him.
1: I thought Brian Brom was, uh, before Aaron Rodgers' first start, but.
0: He was, but then he came back as well. Oh, okay. After he got hurt. I had, mind you, again. Yeah. I had to dig deep. There's a lot of like, guys that came back, and they were on practice squad, and then yeah. they got brought back in when Rodgers got hurt. That's fair. Uh, and then the final one was uh, Deshaun Kaiser.
1: Deshaun Kaiser, that's right. I forgot he was on our team for a minute.
0: Yeah. Still uh, not bad. Five. No, no, not bad. I that's done. a tough one, too, because they didn't get a lot of run. I mean, they did okay. for... Like two seasons where we had some injuries, but otherwise, not too shabby.
1: That's right. I should have known the Tolzien one,
0: though. God damn it. I'm so mad about that. Yeah, that one, that's a little rough. Even I knew Tolzien before I started looking (laughs) up. Who's the
1: best around? Who didn't really bring the movie down?
0: As you said, the podcast has been dragging. Let's (laughs) close it out here. Uh, You're the best around. Who was your favorite uh, person in the movie? Let's be quick about it. I'm going to say The Beak as John Moxon. I don't know. He's just cute. Fuck yeah, he did a great job. Yeah, he did great. Um I mentioned earlier mine is John Voigt as Coach Bud Kilmer. I think he crushed the role, was yeah. just fantastic. I didn't like him, but I respected the performance. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I'm not like I'm not a fucking Nazi like Coach <laughs> Kilmer was. Uh- <laughs> Over, under what's the final verdict. And then finally, overrated or underrated? What do you what do you ultimately think about this movie?
1: You know, the cast was good. Um, but overall watching it in 2021 for the first time uh it's uh, it's overrated for sure um it was fun but nah overrated for me can't do it
0: yeah i kind of i i hear you like i remember being very underwhelmed by it in general when i watched it, and then yesterday when i watched this it was just something about it like it just stuck with me i was like damn this fucking movie is like is good <laughs> i don't think it's great i think there's a real question for me of like a mount rushmore of football movies does this belong on it or not i don't know but yeah cast is good you gotta That's really nice. just suspend some belief here and there but for sure for sure had a fun time watching it yeah all right well that is it for today's episode um you can follow us on twitter and instagram at where have you been like our facebook page at facebook.com slash where have you been Feel free, as always, to send recommendations or feedback. We would love to hear from you. Um, I have no sign-off. Well, I kind of got, got one. I got one. You got one?
1: I sort of, it's not really, it's just more me trying to flirt with you, because I'm hot for teaching, Mike, and I know I know you're the teacher. <laughs> yeah, Mike, what's you up?
0: got it bad, got it bad, got it bad. <laughs> I'm hot for Mike. I'm podcast host.
1: yeah. <laughs> all
0: right, all right.